Welcome to Virtually Unbreakable podcast, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. The title of today's episode is There is more to life than being happy. I'm pleased to have you here today, so sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Apparently, there is more to life than being happy. I'm someone that, like many of you, used to think that the whole purpose of life was pursuing happiness. Everyone I knew would say to me, you need to find the right job, you need to find the right boyfriend, uh, get married, have a house and be happy. So I searched for the ideal job the perfect boyfriend, the perfect apartment or home. And while I was looking for this sense of happiness and the sense of fulfillment, I actually felt very anxious and disconnected. And actually, I wasn't alone. As it turned out, many of my friends, acquaintances and people I knew of struggled with this too. So I was determined to find out what really makes people happy. And this happened around the time when I became a mom, where I struggled uh, with a feeling of overwhelm, anxiety, um, but was very, very determined to find my happiness again. And I'd thrown myself into research and studying scientific research and data around happiness and mental well-being. And what I found out was actually pretty shocking is that chasing happiness is likely to make us feel miserable and unhappy. And that really struck me because I knew that the suicide rate has been going up around the world. And even though life Uh, conditions for many people around the world was getting pretty good uh, by nearly every standard. More and more people felt hopeless, depressed and alone. More and more people I knew and known of felt disconnected or misunderstood. And there was a real sense of emptiness in many of them. Um, so sooner or later in life, I think we all wonder, you know, is this all that life is really about? Sooner or later, we all ask ourselves a question, is this all that there is to life? And according to the research, uh, what predicts this despair is not a lack of happiness. It's a lack of something else. It's a lack of having meaning in life. And that raised some questions for me personally some time ago, because clearly a sense of meaning and a sense of purpose seem to be more important than simply becoming happy. And anyway, what's the difference between being happy and having meaning in life? So many psychologists define happiness as a state of comfort and ease and feeling good in the moment. Meaning, though, is much deeper. 
The renowned psychologist Martin Seligman says that meaning comes from belonging to and serving something beyond yourself, and from developing the best within you. So, as you know, our culture is obsessed with happiness. Um, but I came to see that seeking meaning is much more fulfilling path. And enough studies and research that I've seen shown that people who have meaning in life are more resilient, do better economically, do better academically, and live longer. So we all are creatures of meaning. It's a meaning that ultimately is what gives us that feel-good feeling. And one of the things that gives us meaning is our accomplishments and our achievements and our legacies. But the other is to register what makes us feel meaningful in what we represent for others. Um, so it's how others carry us inside of them. Because, you know, after all, that's what the le it's the legacy that will last. Somebody, whether somebody will remember what I did, what legacy I left. I can do lots of things in my life, uh, but most of them will not be remembered. So they will no longer last. Um, so we also, in this meaning, we need others. We are creatures of meaning, but we also crave and are designed for connection. So we want others to matter to us and we want to feel that we matter to them. And that's what allows us to move around the world. So, you know, many of us might think I can um, move around the world Uh, walk around freely in the world because I know that there are people all over the world that are thinking of me, holding me inside of them, and I do the same for them. I'm not alone. I'm never fully alone. We all need this separateness and we all need connection. It's both and because on one hand, we are rarely alone and on the other, We are not really alone. And it's that thing that makes me say that the quality of our life depends on the quality of our relationships because the relationships give us both the connection and the meaning. And the meaning, not just of the connection itself, but of everything else you would have done. When it comes to our life achievements, we sometimes might wonder, How many people know about them? If I don't share it with anyone, did it really happen? It doesn't feel real at times. So we all can do a lot of things in our lives and we can achieve a lot by ourselves and for ourselves. But does it exist differently if others know about it? If we share it, if we share our achievements, if we distribute them, if we create legacy. And more importantly, how can we all live more meaningfully if meaning 
is a deeper feeling that gives us actually more fulfilling life than happiness. So in my case, for the last four years of my life, I've been reading and studying positive psychology, neuro-linguistic programming and philosophy. And bringing it all together, I found that there are four pillars of a meaningful life. And we can each create lives of meaning by building some of these pillars into our life. The first pillar is belonging. Belonging comes from being in relationships where we feel valued for who we are and where we value others as well. But I think it's worth to mention that some groups and relationships really deliver a cheap form of belonging. We might be valued for our beliefs and not for who we really are. But true belonging springs from love. It lives in the moments among individuals and it's a choice. And you can choose to cultivate belonging with others. And this can be in a small act of connecting with others on daily basis. So for many people, belonging is the most essential source of meaning. And this is often the bonds we have with our family and friends. For some other people, um, the key to meaning would be its second pillar, which is the purpose of finding purpose in life. And this one I can really relate to. Finding your purpose is not the same as finding the job that makes you happy. Purpose is less about what you want than about what you give. So the key to purpose is using your strengths to serve others. For many of us, that happens through work. That's how we contribute and feel needed. But that also means that issues like disengagement at work, unemployment, aren't just economic problems, they're existential problems, right? So without something worthwhile to do, people really feel lost. It happens quite often. Um, and of course, we don't have to find purpose at work. We can find purpose outside of work. But purpose gives you something to live for. That's for sure. And something that drives you forward. For me, purpose is improving lives of others. And since I found this purpose, I found my real full sense of fulfillment in life and sense of meaning. The third pillar of meaning is also about stepping beyond yourself but in a different way. It's called transcendence. And transcendent states are those moments when we feel lifted above the hustle and bustle of the daily life. Um, so that's when your sense of self fades away and you feel so connected to a higher force, to a higher reality, uh, that you lose track of time. And... Um, some people call it being in the flow. Um, so for one person, transcendence might be something they see when they look at art. For another person, it might be being in the church, praying or meditating. 
since I'm a content creator and a writer, for me, this happens when I write. Sometimes I get so in the flow and so in the zone that I lose sense of time and place. And these transcendence experiences can really change you, then can elevate you, and they can really contribute to the quality of your life. So we've got the belonging, purpose, and transcendence. And the fourth pillar of meaning sometimes surprises people, right? It is storytelling. The story you tell about yourself. So creating a narrative from the events of your life that brings clarity to you and clarity to others. It might help you understand how you became who you are. But we don't always realize, you know, that we are authors of our stories and that we can change them by telling them differently. Sometimes we play really this role of a victim where we feel that we are not the creators of our life. We are the victims of what happened to us. And this isn't a healthy approach. Um, so your life story isn't just a list of events. You can edit, interpret and retell your story any way you want to. Um, so you should tell it carefully and you should edit it often. And the reason I say you should tell your story carefully is because whenever you tell your story in the same way over and over, it reinforces your beliefs about who you really are. And that can become a problem for those of us who are looking for a real change in our lives. Then we have to create a new story, a story of who we are in the future, but tell it in a present tense. So what makes people change their stories? Some people, uh, you know, uh, tell different stories and change their stories because they want to become a happier, healthier version of themselves. They might get the help from a therapist. But you can do that too on your own, just by reflecting on your life thoughtfully, by practicing self-awareness and self-reflection how you are looking at how you're defining your experiences, how you believe they shaped you, what you have lost in the process, what you have gained, and when looking at your whole life story. So you won't change your story overnight. It could take years or months. It could be a painful process. And it is, in many cases, a painful process. Because after all, we've all suffered and we all struggled. But embracing those painful memories can lead to new insights and a new inner wisdom to finding that good that sustains us. So belonging, purpose, transcendence and storytelling. Those are the four pillars of meaning. So have you found your meaning in your life yet? Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not follow us or leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? 
If you would like to receive further resources on mental health tips, identity, or embracing your positive self-image and creating happy relationship, check out our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.co. You can also subscribe to our newsletter where we will deliver the tips in an email once a month. The link to the newsletter is below in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable Podcast, delivered next week on Wednesday.